Welcome to Straight Out of Savannah, Talking with Tammy, a podcast that showcases people you may not know who are choosing to use their gifts to inspire and move the planet. Jessica King. I'm so excited for her. I was gonna call her clairvoyant Jessica. <laughs> That's what most people call me, clairvoyant Jess. But yeah, yeah. So, but whatever. Um, I've been called worse. <laughs> yes. So I want her to introduce herself. Tell you, tell the people a little bit about you and what it is that you do. All right. So um, I'm a, uh, I guess a clairvoyant medium. I was actually a natural born clairvoyant medium. I've had that gift since birth. Um, and at least it's the earliest memory I have is three. Um, so that I can remember that gift. Um, and um, it has, um, I guess, morphed into a lot more um, as I started on it. So I have also um, transitioned into an intuitive coach and um, I do work with trauma healing. So we're working with people healing trauma from past and present lives um, and helping them to rewire their brains so that they can actually be able to take the barriers off of this, uh, of the life that they're currently living and kind of live in a more fulfilling life and be their you know, authentic self um, and true to themselves. Oh, wow. That is powerful. So what did you do in your corporate life? Um, uh, 20 plus years of sales. Okay. Um, sales and marketing uh, for the last uh, decade. <laughs> Dead comment. Well, that starts making you sit still older. Um, but yeah, for all the last 10 to 12 years, I've done um, marketing um, of uh, businesses. And so met with uh, small to medium sized businesses and helped them with, uh, you know, creating how to make a successful business. Um, and, um, it, and I always enjoyed it, but um, it seems like Stuart uh, just had a different plan. Um, not once but twice to drag me down the path on my face yes so yes so we're gonna go there so how did you begin to get dragged on your face how did how did that come about where you said okay i'm gonna be a clairvoyant medium or did you say that um not, not at first. I was a closet medium for a long time. Um, so it's what I at least call it as a closet medium. Um, so um, so a long, for a long time, I would have people that would just bring people to my house. Um, and they would show up at my door and they would actually say, okay, talk to her. She needs help. And I was like, I mean, they would, and I would, they would always show up and I would be able to give them information about, you know, either departed loved ones or whatever it is that I may help them on and just send them on their way. And spirits are speaking kind of loudly to me um, in regards to, I guess, um, this is your journey and this is your path. And I was like, no, thanks. I'm not interested. I don't want that. Thank you, though. Because <laughs> it's weird. I was like, that's weird. I don't want to do that. Thank you. I'll stay in the closet. And if they get brought to me, I'll help them. Um, but I I went, when I guess when I started really to get to that point of surrender is, um, you know, I'd gone through multiple tragedies of, um, in my life and losing my father and, and a lot of other just really, really intense uh, tragedies that I was going through at the time. And then I lost my first ever corporate job. Wow. I'd never lost a position in my entire um, 
I'm like 18 years at that point um, in outside sales. And um, so Spirit went line they said, you're about to take this path. <laughs> they were honest. Um, and, um, and I'm a single mom. So um, I was like, you know, I launched two businesses at that point out of necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, refurbishing furniture, because I love to do like, um, you know, refurbishing furniture and, um, and just make, you know, it look pretty and new and different. Um, and, and you know, clairvoyant business, and um, and to be honest with you, I didn't know that I could even do it the way that they were trying to tell me that I was going to do it because I had only really read people drunk on my back porch. <laughs> I love it, and they're like, You're gonna go live on Facebook and you're gonna read people that you've never met in your entire life and you've never seen, and all they're gonna do is tell you, I don't want to talk to my grandfather and you're gonna tell them stuff. And I'm like, I'm like one of those what you saw my Willis moments, you know. I was like, uh-uh, say what? <laughs> you know, you are what? No, uh-uh. I thought I was gonna pee my pants first time I did that. I swear it was ridiculous. But they had already taken me that far, and um, and I remember to that point that I was um I was so desperate because I knew I had to make it or break it. It was my not a choice and um, and I remember standing in my backyard and I literally it was that day that I hit my knees and I, and I literally said with blind and unwavering faith I will follow you whatever direction that you take me I will no longer question mm. so that was a powerful surrender moment oh yeah and it just led me to doing some crazy stuff that my son's like hey, you can't do that mom <laughs> I'm like sorry already made a promise somewhere else <laughs> Uh, don't they get embarrassed for us so easy? <laughs> like, mommy, please don't do that. Don't, don't tell yeah, me. Well, especially when you're at the dentist office and you're like, excuse me, is that your grandfather? Your grandfather's the one that led you to dentistry, right? And they're like, and my son's like, I'm getting my taste line, mom. Seriously? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, son. So I have one other question. Did you... Were you, um, did you have this gift like growing up? Yes, I, I've had this, um, my, my earliest memory was three years old. Um, of seeing things that other people didn't see. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, obviously with you being from the South, you probably relate with the fact of that um, it's very deep South, very, um, you know, I was raised in the church, very, very um, much ingrained in me. That was my um, next question. So <laughs> it was, um, you have a very overactive imagination is what I was told. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. And I would start giving like full on descriptions and like really give the details. And then she was like, that is not a thought. Mm-hmm. So how did you reconcile that piece? Oh, it really was a hard one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a hard one for me. I, I battled that for a long time. And mm-hmm. because I really do have that, um, limiting belief in my brain that that was yes. true uh-huh. um, well, it's, it's what we were taught you know is how we, it's were, what we were taught yes. and you wouldn't mislead me would you right. not that she would she actually she just didn't know what to say is what she said she actually just didn't know what else to tell me so that was just the best answer so i was like thanks mom <laughs> see and now that you're older you can see that you know you're like yes. they just didn't know <laughs> you know didn't know they just didn't and they weren't educated it, about it. there's a 
there's a book called uh, Gifts of the Spirit by Derek Prince. Mm -hmm. um, if you've never read that one um, or anybody that I, I, I highly suggest it for people that have gifts that have battled that um, understanding. Um, because it was very, very powerful to me because it talks about the misinterpretations of the Bible and how, you know, and how this, you know, the different gifts that uh, were given. Um, of course, I've come a long way to get past, you know, even um, staying constrained in those, you know, I guess, um, pigeonholes of those belief systems anymore. But it was a good thing to read and to recognize a lot of the different even foundational things that were even just being misunderstood and being misconstrued by, um, by a certain group of people. Yes. I agree. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, you and I have similar backgrounds in that way because when I started um, with coming out, say coming out of the closet with the gifts, you come out of the closet, mm -hmm. coming out of the closet with the gifts, you know, <laughs> uh, it was like, so you're telling me that because I'm reading it on a card or like I always say, if you know when you have these gifts you don't really need cards but cards are just fun they're fun yeah and so i cool. you know i started doing that and people would say you know from church from the church and stuff because oh yeah of course my grandmother was a pastor preacher teacher evangelist prophetess type right and mm. so people would say oh you know that's of the devil you know you can't be doing that that's the devil i said but when i was in the church you people told me i was a prophetess so how's right. that different? I'm still well, the way I looked at it was, you know, while I was in the church, I mean, I saw your husband at the strip club one night, so why don't we talk about anything that's of the devil? Right. I mean, you know, you see them doing all kinds of stuff, but then you want to judge me. And I was like, quit placing judgment on anybody because it's not your place. You're not there taking you the judgment. There you go. And it, so. it, it's something I, I almost want to help people, like refugees from, I call it religion. Because my thing is, <laughs> I love God. I love it. I do too. But I'm actually not... ordained at this point. Okay, so I'm, I'm ordained. ordained. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so so we, we do have some of that. I was like, I remember all that, but it's like, you know, they, they get so deep into the judgmental space. You know, yes. it's like, if it's, if it's not, you know, just like you said it, or if I'm not um, holding $100 lines so people could come up and get a prophecy. <laughs> you know? Yes. If I'm not doing that, you know, then you know, of course, it's the devil, whatever it is. Right. And then I, um, I, it pushed me out of any of that stuff for so so long. Um, you know, where I just ran from it. I was just like, I've ignored so many. And um, and there was a church that was here that actually um was the first one that ever connected. And it was, but it was so interesting because his um, he sent on a postcard that had two guys sitting on a couch drinking beer, and it said "Church for the rest of us." And I was like, that's pretty edgy. It is. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go just to hear this guy and what he's got to say out of curiosity. Mm -hmm. And then the first um, I sat down and his, he, he comes into the church and he's wearing cutoff jeans and flip flops and he's got the who play. <laughs> and I was like, and then he teaches his sermon that day was on if Jesus was alive today, he wouldn't be a Christian. That's exactly. My mouth about fell open. Mm -hmm. And it was all about hypocrisy and judgment and all these things that have broken and divided these um, things that are making it to where you're not truly a Christian. Right. 
you're not truly actually even at the right heart, you know, I mean, so it's even from just a fundamental basis of you're not even, you know, giving the heart that um, we're sent here to do, which is to share and love and to um, help each other. Well, and, and the piece is that Jesus was out among the people. He wasn't in the church, right. you know, uh, trying to do whatever in the inside the building. He was out among the people trying to help the people. That's right. He wasn't with all the, the people that were uh, in authority and all that stuff. He was out there trying to be real. What, you know, what he called all of us to do. And this is what I tell them. I said, Jesus was out here among the people and he was trying to help people. He wasn't trying to help, you know, their doctrine and their dogma and all that, that stuff. And, and he was right. I believe the same thing. And I, yep. I think about that, um, that meme. Well, it, it was a picture, at, you know, years ago. But now I think it's a meme where, you know, the guy is sitting up in the balcony at the church and he's looking and he's like, I wish I could, you know, go to that church. And Jesus comes up and sits by him and says, yeah, they won't let me in either. <laughs> Yeah. And you think there about you how real that is, right? <laughs> right. You know, um, there was a video I saw recently on um, on um, Facebook, and it, it was a man that was sitting out in front of a church dressed um, literally like a bum and was asking for help. He was denied help by every one of the members oh, of that church. Yes, yes. Yeah. And, then, and then he literally walked in and stood behind the pulpit, and he says, I'm your new preacher. Yes, 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 I did. I saw that. Yes. I was like, mm, y'all eating crow? Right? Wasn't that deep? Like, that was deep. People didn't go home and think about themselves. I was like, wow, that, oh, you just got shamed. Yep, because you were, you, were, you were doing what right you're not there. supposed to do anyway, judging people. That's right. You know, it's, 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 it's a mess. Um, okay, so let's move on. We're going to talk a little bit more. Yeah. Um, I wanna, want you to share... Um, how you came into the trauma piece was that from um, the traumas and the tragedies that you dealt with is that how you got to where a lot of it yes um, you know I, I guess um, my um, I had a spirit brought me a phrase and I had to actually end up writing, make, do a writing on it because spirit made me do it but um, and it was talking about the message that we all vibrate and the message that we vibrate out into the earth um, and how that message that we vibrate into the earth, um, the way I equate it is, is it's like our song. And, um, and I learned very quickly that I vibrate and have a song that goes out to the broken, the beaten, the lost. Um, and they find me um, in all kinds of ways. And... Um, I have realized that there is such a deep break that, that people don't know how to heal. They don't know how to let go of the trauma and the pain and the things that they have had experienced in life. And it's, I mean, some of them are holding on to it almost like it's a badge of honor. Yes. Um, and then you got the others that just are like, I don't know how to. It's, don't even know the process of letting it go because it's so deep. And then some of it, they don't even recognize what it is they're still holding on to. Mm hmm so you find that people just like they're super glued to their story. They're super glued to their story. Um, they're tied and married to their pain. Mm -hmm. um, and some of them, is, like I said, the trauma or the pain is so far back or so deep that they didn't even recognize or even know or have an awareness of where it came from. 
Um, and a lot of times when I'm doing healing, healing sessions and things like that, and then I bring phrases up or say certain things, and then just the, the mouth open look is always my favorite um, because that lets me know I just hit them in the gut with something that they had buried and suppressed so deep that they had forgotten. Yes. Yes. And um, typical. And and it is definitely from um, from a lot of my own trauma and pain and um, a lot of self-imposed stupidity. Um, you know, because I was running from this path, I was running from myself. Um, and um, and struggling with with so much, mm-hmm. um, you know, it, there's a lot of burden that comes with this gift. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> and um, and it's that. not just burden. And people think, well, what are you talking about? And I'm like, you ever been delivered a message that you said that you know this person's going to die and they're going to die and it's your friend's child and there's nothing you can do to stop it, but you can't even tell that person. Yeah. That's painful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, somebody actually asked a question like that in one of the Facebook groups I'm in. It was a spiritual group. And the question was, what if you get something for somebody that was bad? I think I think it was something like, yeah, because she didn't really describe it, describe it. She just said, what if you get something for somebody that was bad? And so I wasn't really going to respond to it, but spirit said do. You were meant to respond to it. I said, you don't always tell them. I said, you have to, you have to connect with Pray for and ask if that's what you're supposed mm-hmm. to do. You know, and, yeah. and I said, pray for discernment. Yes, and that's what I said. I said, you know, the thing is, I said, with me, I ask spirit for that because I'm an empowerment, you know, and so I ask um, how to share something that might not might be considered bad. I ask that question, if, right. or if I'm supposed to share it, you know, first. And then if I get it from them and they say, okay, I want you to, you know, tell them this, whatever. Because um, for me, Claire Audience is my strongest gift. I have I have them all, but Claire Audience and then Claire Sentient and all the other ones. But Claire Audience, they talk to me, I hear it, you know, like nobody's oh, yeah. heard this. And so I'll ask that. I'll say, you know, how should I tell them this? Sometimes I'm like having an argument <laughs> in my head. Like, how, how you really you really want me to tell them that? You want me to say that? <laughs> like that? Right? Yes. And they'll say yeah, and and I'm like okay, and because I'm um, super blunt, because it's just who I me am. Me too. Yeah. And you are too. That's why I said we we yeah. said this. <laughs> You know, I'm going to tell you this, you know, I don't, I hate to, I hate to tell you this, you know, and I really don't want to tell it to you, but you know, I find that spirit will give you the words to say even how to, to temper it down. Cause you know, you don't want to knock somebody off their, their chair. You know what I mean? No, not unless I have to. Right. Not unless I have to. Yeah. I do not want to. Um, and I mean, some of that information can be so deep and so traumatic for people to really, to, I guess, take that it's, um, I, you don't want it to be, um, where you pretty much just punch it in the face and then you try right. to hug them afterwards. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 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 All right. So if you had a person come to you and they were, mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay, say they were experiencing some, experiencing some major trauma and say maybe their person died, their mama died, you know, something like that. And 
I'm gonna give you a scenario. So like they had a car crash, their mama died, they survived. How would you help them? Um, I generally recommend starting with a session for um, delivering the messages um, from the departed um, so that they can make sure that they can have that piece within itself. Uh-huh. But then also discussing with them about um, the, you know, the, how, how life is designed. Okay. Um, you know, and how, you know, the, the, you know, that, and then start to walk them through that process of, you know, look, I couldn't imagine if that happened, you know, that it was in the car with them and they passed. All I can say is that I know that my father died in my arms, and I know that that was very tragic for me, but it was something that I would never change for the world. Mm-hmm. So, but it's understandable. It's, it's something that I can, you know, understand that you've been through that moment. Mm-hmm. They want you to still live. And then I actually will generally encourage them to have that mediumship session. And then I do a healing um, and then I encourage them to do healing sessions after. Because I think the most powerful and the most resonating thing for them is to give them those messages that they, to answer all those questions that they're so, that they can't get anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I mean, it's not, you know, because especially if they're not in tune, they're not going to be able to say like, hey, mom, and they're going to hear her. (laughs) Not like me in the kitchen with my dad. And I'm like, dad, shut up. I am not making it that way. You know, and somebody walking in and be like, who are you talking? I'm like, my dad is telling me how to cook dinner. And they're like, all righty. Okay. All righty then. So, but then I actually will set up on healing. I know that most people are, um, I guess, are accustomed or have heard of Reiki. Um, obviously, Reiki is um, something that um, I, be- I began with um, when I was trying to learn healing because I was giving um, away all of my energy um, and was getting in a very dangerous space because of how much um, I was giving away. Mm-hmm. And then um, I... I'll, Took, I guess I've gotten to now four different masters and um, healing, um, I guess, different modalities. And then I've morphed to those four modalities into just one that's my own. Um, <laughs> I'm laughing because we are soul sisters, girl, because that's the same way. Uh, the same thing. I, I really think that I pull back from stuff from past lives from when I was a healer before. Because some stuff I do, I don't know nobody else that does it, you know? And it took me a minute to try to put it together because I did, I did Reiki and Reiki master, and I, mm-hmm. I just can't remember all the symbols and all that shit. Was it when you were the voodoo priestess? Huh? Was it when you were the voodoo priestess and some of the root work and stuff like that from back then? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> you're giving it to me, aren't you? <laughs> I just asking a question. Just asking. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I mean, I hear that that's something that you still battle with, um, so. You already know. Go ahead. Yeah. Hi, well, honey, don't fear the dark, I tell you, okay? Because without darkness, there is not light. It takes both for us to be able to, um, to have balance in our life. There is beauty in voodoo. There is beauty in every single spiritual aspect of everything that is placed on this earth. Just like anything in the wrong hands, it can fall into evil. 
but you have nothing to be ashamed of from who you were. Yeah. Hmm. That was deep. That was powerful. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> because I I don't think I ever really put it into words. I, I knew that I was a high priestess. I already knew that. And I felt some things from the past. And I knew that I was bringing them into the healing sessions that I do. And I was like, okay. Because I did the, the, the Reiki and I did Sacred Soul Alignment. I did um, theta healing because I was attracted to all of that stuff, but it's like none of them were like a complete thing. So I do, you know, some of all of them, you know, in a session. Yeah. And I feel like I'm intuitively guided as I go through with that. And, and you are. And all the people that are are coming now. <laughs> um, yeah, I have someone that I work with that, um, that, that, you obviously, I guess, had an affiliation with in your past life. Her name is Marie LeBeau. <laughs> so I just listened to a video about her last night or this morning. Yes. Yes. I just, it, and I, you know, how spirit does, just showed up on my YouTube. I wasn't mm -hmm. even subscribed to the channel or anything. It just popped up and I started listening and I said, hmm. And then I had already heard so many things about all the stories that they told, you know, and all the, all the lies. Let's say She's lies. a beautiful woman. Thank you. And so. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, beautiful. So I, I had already heard all that. So I was like, okay. And then um, somebody was talking about how they depicted her on American Horror Story. Do you see that? She did not like that. Yeah. I thought that was, wow. But yeah. She said it was total BS. All of that. Because it, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's almost funny how they tried to vilify her. But she was a, a really um, caring person. Very, oh, very much so. Very loving woman. Yeah. Very caring. I mean, um, she um and she really wanted to help the people yes and it was with the right intentions and not with um any strings of um that were not um that she just that were not necessary <laughs> right because some stuff is necessary there is some stuff that is necessary now, but there are some others that I know of that, um, that, that are much different than that when it comes to, you know, within that realm. And, um, and that's okay. I mean, they all have, um, like I say, their place in this world. Um, and um, I, have, um, I have no ill regard for them. It's their, um, they, they had their choices in their past that they had to make those decisions to be on. Yes, yes. All right, so... I'm going to cut this from recording. I appreciate you for joining me. What I want to do now is I want you to say any last words that you would like to say to anybody that, you know, uh, you would like to work with, and then also share details about where they can find you. And then you can also sure. do that um, 
send me that in an email, a messenger, or whatever your bio yeah. is so that when we post these things. Awesome. Um, so if, um, if you're lost on your path, um, at any price, um, whether it be about the, the gifts and the things and the synchronicities in your life that you don't understand, um, if you're experiencing a loss um, and you, or in, of any type and you don't know how to heal, um, understand that um, there is no pain that is too deep that I can't tell you that I can understand uh, at a very deep level. And I look to bring people peace and a healing in a world right now that is being destroyed and torn apart yes. through hatred. And all I'm looking for is to help you to feel whole again. And that's what I want for each person. And I think that it is something that so many people are so lost trying to find. And I will do it without judgment um, because it's not my place. So they can find me at clairvoyantjeff.com. Um, I am actually um, accredited to the Best Psychic Network. Um, and do have multiple um, different, I guess, uh, certifications for what I do. You can also find me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter um, at Clairvoyant Jeff. So awesome. I'm just a little bit everywhere. That is awesome. I'm so excited. This has been so eye-opening. It's been an amazing interview. Um, I always say this, <laughs> and I say it about every interview. I say, this was so awesome, and this was so amazing. But you know what? I actually mean that. <laughs> that was yeah. an amazing. And, and I learned something from each and every person that I interview. I, I'm a, a learner. I like to learn. That's what we're okay. all here to, I mean, learn and help each other so that we can grow. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. So if you are experiencing any type of trauma or even if you would like to connect with a departed loved one make sure you reach out to clairvoyant jess because she is the most amazing at what she does she's able to help people to um, cross over into a life that maybe they are um, having issues and trouble into a life that they are leading that fulfills them that makes them satisfied happy whole and healthy so again, thank you so much for watching. Thank you for joining me straight out of Savannah talking with Tammy with my guest, Clairvoyant Jess. And this has been so much fun. I have learned so yes. much and you will as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Bye now. <laughs> I know you've been blown away with the amazing Valley here today. Now go out and inspire the planet. And be sure to send us a message when you're ready to come talk about it on Straight Outta Savannah, Talking with Tammy.